Oh, hello, everybody. It's me. Just me. But I promise I'm gonna do a great job. Probably. As you can see, I don't have any more friends. BFD is just Jake. Jake all alone. Much like how Gwen and Miles feel at the beginning of this film. What film, you ask? Well, Across the Spider-Verse, of course, as you knew when you clicked on this video because it's in the title. Silly goose. Oh, howdy ho, BFDers, and welcome to another review. I'm not good at talking alone, and this is actually my third attempt at making this video. I had to stop and write it down, which is what I'm reading off of, so you will see me looking at my phone. Before we get into it, number one, if you haven't seen the movie, stop and go watch it. Number two and three, like and subscribe so you can be alone, like, so I don't have to be alone anymore. It has been such a long time since we reviewed a good film on this channel, and I'm sad to say that this is another one. Got him! Just kidding. This movie's great. There's a couple of things I don't like, but we'll get into those later. Like always, we're going to be breaking this down, but I won't spend the entire time talking about the theme uh, because the other things matter too. <coughs> Kyle, stupid. <laughs> I will say it's hard to divide up a film into categories, especially if it's good because every element works off of each other. Kick it, kicking it off. Kicking it off with the trickiest aspect to talk about, editing. You don't notice editing when it's good because it's seamless. There isn't anything that breaks you out of the film. And that's what Across the Spider-Verse does. I don't think there's a single time when I felt like I was pulled out of the movie because of a cut. The only time I think that happened was in the intro credits rolled, but that I think was meant to be a clear division between the prologue, yes, the prologue, and the rest of the film. One of our biggest criticisms in previous films is how emotional scenes get cut off too quickly. In Spider-Verse, there's time to breathe. There's time to let consequences really sink in. Intense action flows into emotional respite, whether it be happy or sad. During the prologue, there is a scene where Gwen's dad discovers who she is, and it is devastating to him. But that scene lasts just long enough for us to truly feel how gut-wrenching that moment is. And there are scenes like this all over the film. It wasn't drowned by comedy or disillusioned by too much melodrama. It was perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Besides cutting, the audio was mixed well, and I'd say the color looks good, but that's a style thing uh, because it's an animated film. So, on to that, I guess. Gee Willikers. Gee Willikers. Oh my goodness. This film looked and sounded amazing. The scenes worked, and they worked because of a good tonal balance. I'd probably consider this film an action drama. Yeah. There are some jokes here and there, but more often than not, the film leans into this dramatic tone. There are jokes here and there, but that isn't the focus. The focus is the drama that's happening. Tone and style really do fall into the same category here, 
And let me tell you, this film is bursting with style in every aspect. The style sets up the tonality of the film wonderfully. When it's sad, the visuals are downtrodden, and when it's happy, they're more exuberant. The same can be said for score. Danny Elfman once said that in film, there shouldn't always be music happening in the background, and for the most part, I agree. If your film doesn't have emotion without a score, then your score is nothing but a crutch. And across the Spider-Verse, though, there is no crutch. There's a lot of music, but every time it's playing, it does everything to intensify what's happening on the screen. As I said in editing, there are different feelings that are portrayed in any given scene because of how the film is paced. But there is no tonal whiplash. And that's a hard thing to do when you're trying to make a film that's serious and genuine, but also entertaining. Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is probably, no, most definitely my favorite film from last year, suffers from this. What I find most interesting about this film stylistically is how diverse all of the dimensions are. They all look distinctly different. They all exude a different atmosphere and they're all literally created differently. When Miles gets sent back home, wink wink, there's something different in the air. The place feels different. It looks different. Well, and that's because it's a different dimension. There's a much darker ambience there because well, there's no Spider-Man. This is portrayed so well. You can always tell that you're in a different place. And honestly, I could go on and on about the style, but your attention spans aren't long enough for that, so we're moving on to the next thing. All right, all right, settle down. I know this is what Kyle... Sorry, you BFDers really came here for. First off, the film is narratively cohesive, and we could probably end it there, but I know you want more. Ugh, talk about a prologue. It is riddled with emotion and really sets the mood for the rest of the film. There's something that lurks in the air after Gwen has to abandon her father that just doesn't get it. And that's immediately reflected in Miles, who is dealing with pretty much the same thing and really the same thing that all Spider-Men, people, persons, creatures deal with. How do you create a good work-life balance? Or do you? I think this is what No Way Home was trying to achieve, but this film makes that one look like a pile of trash. And I enjoyed that film. Miles misses Gwen and Gwen vice versa. And ultimately, they're just trying to find a place to belong. Miles takes the front seat on this because he's the main character, obviously. And Gwen actually finds this pretty quickly. She gets adopted into this spider society. She finds a family that accepts her. The point is, the film plays with the idea of what Spider-Man is supposed to be. The spider society actually plays a very similar role to the TVA. There's even like a time branch thing. There's this thing called canon that they talk about in the film, which is basically stating that certain events have to happen. Yes, they are being meta about that canon. But Miles is like, nah-uh, that ain't gonna happen. So he tries to stop it. I don't wanna give too much away because uh, you should really just watch it. The most glaring problem with this film is the villain. Not the antagonist, the villain. The spot 
as he's called, is Miles' self-proclaimed nemesis. That being said, he plays a pretty small part in the film. He is primarily function and less character, which is okay, but he mainly sits on the sidelines. Uh, the spot is a tool to get Miles motivated. He is what sends Miles on his quest, his journey throughout the film. He gets the ball rolling and then steps back to allow the Ruth Bader Ginsburg device to uh, do the rest. My other criticism is that this film is sometimes a bit too stylish. It's like a wallpaper that's just too busy. This mainly happens when Hobie, a gnarly spider punk, is on screen. There is some major clashing with his style and the rest of the film that happens here and some other busy images that can be too distracting sometimes. Other than that though, I had a wonderful time. This truly is a good Marvel movie. And yeah, it's a Marvel movie, like MCU Marvel. You have to watch it to find out what I mean by that. And that brings us to the rating portion of the video. Chris, I'll let you... Kyle? Oh. Well, I guess I'll give mine then. Um, I'm going to give this film an 8.5 out of 10. Maybe a 9. I think we'll stick with 8.5. There's some issues here, and I might bump it up to a 9 as the year goes on. We'll just have to see what else comes out. <laughs> The rest of the films this year are definitely going to have a run for their money because Spider-Verse brought everything with a fury. If you pity me for being alone, then drop a like and while you're down there, go ahead and subscribe, okay? If you disagree or wish I had mentioned something that I didn't, leave a comment so we can talk about it. Check out last week's videos because it does not have a lot of views. Okay. I'm going to go shit out the entire large popcorn that I ate during the movie that I was eating alone. So, uh, yeah. Ciao!